Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Another very special Soul Talk episode, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are new to the Soul Talk podcast, it's great to connect with you. If you've been a long-time listener of the Soul Talk podcast, I appreciate your energy, your support, and being a part of the Soul Talk family. Today, we're diving into a very important topic, surrender. That's right, folks. What is surrender? How to surrender? I received so many questions about this topic since I've written a book about surrender called The Magic of Surrender. If you haven't checked out the book, you can find it on Amazon. We're going to be diving into surrender, all of its nuances today, having a deeper dive and exploration in this theme. I get so many questions on it that I wanted to dissect surrender and answer some of those questions. Before I dive into today's episode, I am doing a very special event in Bali. You may have heard of it. It's called Boundless Bliss, the Bali Breakthrough Experience. If you're new to my work, maybe you feel a calling to make a difference on the planet and you feel ready to transform your life for real on all levels. You can find out more www.boundlessblissbali.com. That's boundlessblissbali.com. This is the last year I'm doing this Boundless Bliss Bali event. The next one is July the 28th through August the 8th. Find out more, boundlessblissbali.com. Surrender, folks. That is today's topic. Surrender. When I say the word surrender, what does it mean to you? What images get conjured up? What have you been taught surrender means? Let's explore today. You know, in our culture today, there is this idea, this myth, this misconception that surrender is weak, surrender is passive, that surrender means giving up, that when you surrender, you're going to get left behind, you're going to be a victim, you're going to be a doormat, that if you surrender, you, you're you going to be taken advantage of, that if you surrender, you won't manifest your goals, your dreams, your desires. Surrender is not seen in a positive light. And if we hold this view of surrender, who on earth would want to surrender? It's not very inspiring, not very inviting, not very enticing, would make us run away from it. But you see, I believe that, and also through my experience, what I've experienced in my life as a living reality, I believe that surrender is the most powerful thing that we can do. I really believe that surrender is the key 
to freedom. Surrender is the password to freedom. That surrender is the key to the next level of your life. That surrender is the real, the real secret to manifestation. Folks, to me, with everything I've learned in my life, reading 800 self-help books before I was 18 and more afterwards, traveling the world, being privileged to coach and train and guide billionaires, celebrities, entrepreneurs, hundreds of thousands of people around the world. For me, the secret, the secret source, the secret to life, the secret to everything has come down to this simple word, surrender. Underline it, underscore it, highlight it. Surrender is the most powerful thing that you can do. I'm going to show you why. You see, if you look at the truly great ones, I'm talking about Jesus, Buddha, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Martin Luther King, Mandela. If you look at Bruce Lee, Muhammad Ali, Bob Marley, all of which were really powerful beings. They weren't weaklings. They weren't passive people sitting on the sidelines of life. They weren't cowards. They were bold. They were inspirational. They moved humanity forward in a profound way. They lived surrender. You see, at some point of their lives, each of these people and anyone that did anything truly great, they had to surrender to the calling that was bigger than themselves. They had to surrender to the deeper impulse of life. They had to surrender to the universe. They had to surrender to the divine. They had to surrender to their deepest truth, their deeper truth. And when they surrendered, these humans, these, these people like you and I, I believe that they were able to transcend, you see, transcend their human limitations. And in transcending their human limitations, they were able to tap into another uh, dimension of life and potential. And that's when they transcended themselves. They tapped into their souls. They tapped into the universe. They tapped into the infinite potential of life. And that's when I believe life began to use them. Life began to flow through them. Life began to manifest through them. And that's where miracles happen. It wasn't just Mandela. It wasn't just Martin Luther King. It wasn't just Mother Teresa producing the result. Life used them in ways that were beyond them. And I would say beyond what they could have imagined for themselves. You see, in life, there is what you think is possible, what you can see is possible, what you can imagine for yourself. And there is life. There is the divine intelligence of life. That is the source of existence that is always dreaming a bigger vision and dream than you can even imagine for yourself. If you really want to live an unlimited life, surrender is the key. If you really want to manifest to that next level, surrender is the key. So what is surrender? Just so that we're clear moving forward with this conversation. Surrender is a letting go of control, or I should say a letting go of the illusion that we were in control in the first place. 
many of us, we think we're in control, but in so many ways, we're not in control of so many things that we mistakenly think we're in control over. If you look at the last few years during this pandemic experience since 2020, many of us, we had all of our plans and pandemic hit, life hit. You see, we realized that we weren't as in control as we thought. And I really feel as though this pandemic experience on a deeper, deeper, deeper spiritual evolutionary consciousness level, it was the way that the universe life was seeking to, shall we say, initiate us, evolve us into a whole new way of being, evolve us into a whole new way of operating, to shift us and, and, and loosen our grip from the egoic paradigm of living to a soulful, soul-based, aligned way of living that was in alignment with our true self, soul, universe, divine. So on some level, we were thrown into a surrender seminar. We were thrown into the, 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 the shall we say, a surrender experience, an opportunity to let go. It wasn't easy. It's not always easy. But surrender is a letting go of control, the illusion that we are in control. It is a when we stop trying to force and fit life into our limited idea of how we think it should be. How often, right? I've been guilty of it. I'm sure you've been guilty of it. How often have you tried to make life be something? How often have you tried to force a relationship? How often have you tried to force an outcome? How often have you tried to like make something be something that is not? As human beings, we're constantly forcing and manipulating life to fit our limited ideas so that we can be happy, so that we can feel free, so that we can feel secure, so that we can feel safe. And in doing, trying to control life, we don't realize we are not only limiting life, but we end up controlled, full of anxiety, full of stress, because if life doesn't go my way, right? If life doesn't go my way or according to the idea of how I have projected in my mind, I don't feel free. I don't feel happy. And then we become so dependent on life being a certain way in order to be fulfilled, free, or happy. That is not freedom. That is not peace. That is to be a slave. So surrender is when we stop trying to force life and manipulate life and people and experiences to be what we think they should be. It's a letting go of how we think life should be and who we think we should be so that we can be truly available and open, truly available and open to life, truly available and open to the universe, truly available and open to the deepest expression and unfolding of this innate intelligence that is life flowing through us and in our lives. It is when we take the limitations off of life and we're open, we're available, we're curious, we allow life to lead us. This is surrender. Surrender is not a passive thing necessarily. It's a curiosity, availability. It's an openness. It's an active practice. You see the old paradigm and the old way. I call it the old way because I think we're moving to a new way. We are right now, I believe, in an inflection point where we are transitioning to a whole new way of living where we have been previously motivated and fueled by the ego. Now we're evolving to connect more deeply with our true identity essence as soul and to live in alignment with that. 
That's what I see happening on planet Earth right now. It's a phase transition. It's a quantum leap in consciousness. But we're being called to surrender more deeply. And so the old paradigm was all about, I call it the ego-based model, the ego-based method, the ego-based path of living life. What do I want? And so we're taught, even in, folks, even in the self-help books, right? Even in the personal growth books, check them out. Manifest what you want. What do you want? Get clear on what you want. We're told you have to be clear on what you want. Otherwise, you won't get what you want. You've got to be clear. Write it down. Be as in detail as you can. And let me be clear. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. It's good to be clear. Have a sense of what you want. That's great. All I would say is there are limitations to this approach. When you create from the level of your ego, you will end up living a limited life, maybe a good life, but a life that will be limited by the limitations of your ego. See, the ego, what we believe ourselves to be, the ego, what we've been conditioned to think we are, is in and of itself conditioned by past experience, life, traumas, hurts. It's conditioned by the past. So whatever we manifest and create through ego power, no matter how great will be limited because the ego is limited to identity in the past. And this is why I say, if you want a truly unlimited life, surrender is the key. Because when you're living in ego, you're living in contraction, you're living in a fixed point, you're living in a limitation. The ego is not able to see the entire unfolding of life. And you might, here's the thing, you might manifest what you thought you wanted, keyword, thought you wanted. You might manifest what you thought you wanted only to realize, and maybe you've had this experience, folks, where you got what you thought you wanted, but you weren't truly fulfilled and happy. Because then you realize that what you thought you wanted that you now have is not what you really wanted. It's just what you thought you wanted based on who you thought you were. We're so focused on what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? But we don't ask who is the I? Who is the I that's wanting? And what is determining what I want? Because many of our goals, dreams, desires that we so obsessively try to manifest in the world, it's based on our, it's a projection of our unmet needs from childhood. Mom wasn't there. Dad wasn't around. I was bullied. I was fat. I was insecure. I wasn't loved. And so if I can just get the car, that body, the be famous, you know, win an Oscar, be an actor, then I'm going to be enough. I'm going to prove that I'm finally enough. And it's never fulfilling. Nothing outside of you can fulfill you unless you, fulfill, unless you feel fulfilled within yourself. And that's when you realize that the ego-based model and methodology of trying to manifest is limited. It's limited. We think we know what we want, but if we're not in touch with who we really are, our true sense of self, our true essence beyond the ego, then we will often end up chasing an empty dream. Surrender, on the other hand, is an infinite game. Surrender, on the other hand, is when you ask a different question. It's when you ask the question, here's the question, folks. What is it? It's a different question than 
What do I want? What do I want? This limited I sense of self that is conditioned. What is it that life, infinite soul, innate intelligence, unlimited, what is it that life is seeking to express through me? What is it that life is seeking to manifest through me? What is it that the God, the divine, the innate intelligence, my soul is seeking to express through me? It's a different question. Here you become a vessel. Here you become open, receptive to catching the vision, to listening, to intuiting, to feeling the unconditioned, authentic, organic impulse of life and what it's seeking to express as. This is the key, folks. What is life seeking to express through me? This is the key. And then you can catch that vision, feel that vision, feel what that is. Align with that, honor that, obey that, and then you can, shall we say, align your personality, your ego, your, your strategy, your mind, your marketing, your goal setting, your money, your planning in sync with the vision that is coming through you from a higher place. Now you're in flow. Now you're working in harmony with nature. Now you're living and creating from surrender, but because you're not creating from the limitation of the mind, but because you're not creating from the limitation of the ego, your, your inspiration, your guidance, your, your, your goal setting is really soul setting that is arising from the unconditioned dimension of your being. This is where miracles happen. This is where your manifestation and what you can manifest is no, long, no longer limited to time and space, no longer limited to your past experience or personality or identity or conditioning. You're playing a different game. Life begins to express through you. God begins to express through you. The universe begins to express through you. The divine begins to express through you. The infinite intelligence begins to express through you. This is the zone of miracles. This is the zone of magic. This is the zone. This is the magic of surrender that I'm talking about, folks. Here's the thing. We all want magic, but many times we don't want to surrender. It doesn't work that way. It's a formula. We all want to be healthy and fit and have the six-pack, but, but we, we, we don't want to give up the donuts. It doesn't work that way. The magic of surrender. And if you want more magic, you have to surrender. There's the formula. End of story. End of, that's it. If you understand that code, life will reveal itself. The magic will start happening. But most of us, we're holding on to the old. We're holding on to what we know. We're holding on to what's no longer a vibrational match. The next level of your life is going to require the next level of you. The next level of you will require that you let go of what is no longer aligned. Simple. When you hold on to what is no longer aligned, you block your blessing. When you hold on to what is no longer aligned, you are affirming your lack of trust in the universe. You've got to let go to let flow. And when you let go, that's when you create the space. Surrender is a letting go of what's no longer aligned. So ask yourself, folks, what's no longer aligned in my life? The job, the situation, the addiction, that way of being, that identity, that belief, that story. Who is no longer aligned in my life? My spouse, my friend, my, my, my pet goldfish, my, my boss, my whatever it is. What's no longer aligned? Clear the space. The more you clear the space, the more your vibration will rise. 
the more your vibration will rise, the more you become magnetically attractive to like vibration situations, experiences, and people. There is the real law of attraction. Law of attraction isn't just sitting there going, yes, 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 this is what I want. Law of attraction is clearing away all the blockages that are preventing you from raising your vibration to the highest frequency, because when you are in that highest frequency, you will naturally magnetically attract situations, people, and things that resonate at the level that you're vibrating at. Simple. Really simple, folks. Not always easy. <laughs> Not always easy. And so this is why I say surrender is the key. Surrender is the key. Now, yes, surrender does sometimes seem hard, folks. Surrender can feel hard. I did an entire podcast specifically on why. But I'll, I'll touch on it today because I think it's important. Surrender seems hard, but I just want to propose that surrender is your natural state. Surrender is what's natural. Surrender is what is innate to you. Surrender is just your innate essence. We were all surrendered. We were children. We incarnated in, into this human experience, crying, laughing, giggling, curious about life. We would run naked through the house. We didn't give a damn. We didn't care how we looked like on Instagram. We we would sing and shout and dance and poop and cry. We would hit our head and we would move on, cry, move on. We weren't thinking about this accident two weeks later. We were just totally spontaneously in the moment, curious about life, not projecting uh, onto an experience what we thought it meant. We were just available. This is surrender. We, surrender is your nature. But we get conditioned, you see. We get conditioned. And so the reason why surrender feels hard and the reason why surrender can feel, keyword, feel difficult, it's not hard, but it can feel hard, is because we've been conditioned. And now what resists surrender is the ego, the ego that we've been conditioned to believe ourselves to be. We now believe because of past experiences and traumas and pain and hurt and you know everything that's happened, we've been conditioned to believe that we are this ego structure. The more tightly we are conditioned in ego, the more difficult surrender can feel. The more tightly we're holding on to our sense of self as ego, the more tightly, the more difficult surrender can feel. Ego is that perceived sense of self that we believe ourselves to be mistakenly that is reinforced by life and society and friends and family and every experience. And so we've been conditioned to believe that we are this ego. Name, body, form, mind personality. This is why many times you'll hear people say, no, this is just the way I am. And we don't question who we are. I'm just shy. I'm just independent. I'm just fill in the blank. We hold so tightly to this way of being that we're no longer open. We're close to life. We hold so tightly to see ego is not who you are. It's just what you've been conditioned to believe yourself to be, and this has been reinforced. Ego is a set pattern and programming that developed in response to certain experiences that happened. The job of the ego, let me be clear, folks. The job of the ego is to reinforce this existence, and the job of the ego is to protect you from getting hurt like you were hurt when you were young. 
So ego kicks in to protect you. And so the reason why surrender feels hard is because when you say surrender for the ego, what we believe ourselves to be, surrender feels like a death. Surrender feels like a death. I'm dying. If I question, if I let go, if I, if I release, then I am what I believe myself to be because I'm identified with myself as mind, body, form, name, belief system, values, religion, identity, title. I'm dying. It's not that we're dying. Those layers of identification are dying, but we believe ourselves to be those layers of identification, you see. And so surrender for the ego feels like a death. And that's why ego resists. Ego resists. That's why we resist meditating. That's why we, we, we resist questioning. We don't want to question ourselves. Ego doesn't want to change. Ego wants everything and everyone else around us to change, but it doesn't want to change. Notice that? But there's a good intention because this is, this is why we, are, we hold on so tightly to ourselves. Mm, this is who I am. It's a self-preservation mechanism. Well-meaning, but it limits us. See, as children, we were these free beings. We incarnated, we met our parents. They're doing the best that they knew how to do based on their conditioning and their life. Maybe dad was crazy. Maybe mom was an alcoholic. Maybe they were fighting all the time. Maybe there was pain. Hurt, trauma, abuse, dysfunction. Maybe they were good people, but they didn't know how to meet our emotional needs. And so, firstly, we learn to shut down, disconnect, not feel. Suppress, suppress, suppress. Layers of emotion builds up. We erect walls and defense mechanisms around our heart as a way to cope and manage the pain of not having needs met. And from this place, not only do we disconnect from our feeling and sensitivity, now we try to control our emotions. Control being a key word. If I can control how I feel and control my external environment and control things, then I don't have to feel the pain of being abandoned, feeling helpless. I don't have to feel the pain of my childhood. Now we hold on to this way of being as a way, an adaptive pattern and way of navigating through life. Can you see how we have been conditioned? Can you see the conditioning, folks? Maybe mom or dad wasn't there. It felt painful to not have needs met because it's painful for a child to not have their needs met. And because of this pain of constantly being, wanting to be met and not having those needs met, feeling disappointed, we just learned to become hyper-independent. I don't need anybody. Don't need my parents. Don't need a man. Don't need a person. Don't need a relationship. Don't need nobody. I'll be an island unto myself. And that over-hyper-independence might help you get through life and even might help you succeed, but likely you will reach a point in your adulthood where that way of being becomes limiting. That way of being gets in the way of, let's say, your capacity to connect with people, your capacity to be intimate and connected and open and vulnerable in relationships, your ability to let people into your heart, your ability to let people into your life. Because that requires that you open, you let go, and allow yourself to be vulnerable and need people. But if you've learned as an ego to live your entire life, to avoid needing people, and develop an ego structure that's hyper-independent in order to not need people so that you didn't have to get feel hurt by mom and dad, you're going to push relationships away. You're not going to be open and vulnerable and allow, your, allow people into your heart. 
Can you see that? And many times we are unconscious. We are unconscious of these defense strategies and mechanisms, and we just keep living life, not sure why there's no one in our life to love us, not sure why we push relationships away. Are you with me, folks? So you can see why surrender mechanically, psychologically, is hard. Because now surrendering means, whoa, to, to let someone into my heart, to, to bring my guard down. But the defense mechanism, we are terrified of that because it might mean the possibility, or we think, of getting hurt. We've also learned those sorts of strategies to contort ourselves into a shape to get love, validation, and approval. We develop a role, a mask, a persona to become who we thought we needed to be, to be loved by mom and dad. We become the nice person, the good boy, the good girl, the fill in the blank, the responsible one to get love, validation, approval. And we think that version of ourselves is who we become, not realizing it's just the conditioning. And so to let that go, to release that way of being, if I've learned to be nice my whole life, if I've learned to betray myself and take care of people my whole life, to surrender that way of being, and to maybe be a bit more selfish, be a bit more self-honoring, to maybe start saying no to people and surrender to that can feel terrifying because, ooh, what if, what if I'm not loved anymore? If this is the only way I've, I've known how to get love and I surrender that, maybe I won't be loved anymore. And that's why we, res we resist. And so first realize that surrender is natural. Realize that you are not the ego and you are not the patterns of conditioning that you've been developed into and that you're holding on to. Ego is not a thing. It's a process of conditioning. What I want you to start doing is observe, first observe the pattern of conditioning that you call you. Observe it. Start to understand the way your mechanism and patterns of conditioning work. Observe it. Self-awareness, self-understanding. Number three, there has to be a willingness, a willingness to shift, a willingness to break through, a willingness to let go, a willingness to tell the truth. So if you're wondering, well, where do I start with surrender? Start telling the truth to yourself. One of the ways that we keep ourselves stuck and one of the ways that we resist surrendering is all the ways we lie to ourselves. See, first, we live life, phase one, we're unconscious. Then phase two, we go into denial. Then phase three, we begin to resist. Resistance is the well-intentioned ego's way of trying to keep you safe and trying to stay as it is. Resistance. One of the ways we resist is we lie to ourselves. I'm fine. We stay in relationships that we know are not aligned. We work jobs that we hate. We say yes when we mean no. Lying to ourselves keeps you stuck. So in a nutshell, this next key, number three, is you must begin to tell yourself the truth. Who am I? What do I feel? What do I want? Tell yourself the truth. I'm no longer in love. I hate my job. Tell yourself the truth. The truth will set you free. There is no transformation without truth. 
There is no surrender without truth. So if you're wanting to surrender, the first step you can, you can start with is look at all the lies that you're telling yourself and just begin writing them down. Here are the lies I'm telling myself. I would say take the pressure off of yourself for having to take any action. Take the pressure off. You don't have to take action, but just acknowledge the truth. That's it. I hate my job because then you will start feeling the emotions that you've suppressed, the fear, the pain, the frustration, and that will begin a process inside. And once you start that process inside, you can then begin to acknowledge the pain. The pain of lying, the pain of resisting, the pain of not surrendering. People say it's hard to surrender. It's hard to not surrender and live a life of suffering, a life of resistance. That is painful. So there comes a point in the process to truly surrender requires something very important. Actually, let me say this. When you start realizing the mechanisms of your, of your ego, then you start realizing that your way of being and what's resisting an ego is not you. You don't have to force surrender. You don't have to make yourself surrender. You don't have to beat yourself into submission of surrender. That will only create more fear and resistance. Learn to observe the pattern of your ego and hold it with love. When you can hold the space for your resistance with love and compassion, when you can hold the space of your ego with love and compassion without trying to make it surrender, trying to make it let go, without a fight, there's zero resistance and then you feel safer. And as you feel safer, then that part of you, the ego can begin to relax and open and let go. And the let go happens naturally from the inside out and surrender can begin to unfold. Loving and compassion is the key because then you can meet yourself delicately with such tenderness and kindness that, that you feel safe enough, your egos feel safe enough to relax. Sometimes surrender is acknowledging that you're not surrendered right now and acknowledging and embracing your resistance without trying to unresist, without trying to surrender. But sometimes it just means being with your resistance and loving yourself through wherever you're at, even if it's crazy resistance. It's a bigger surrender. It's a bigger surrender, folks. And so meeting your ego with love, here is the key that is also necessary for surrender to really happen. There is a phase that most people miss. And I think this is the last thing I would share for now, folks. It's been a full episode, much fuller than I thought. Here is what I'll share for now. There is a phase that is often missed when we talk about surrender. You see, sometimes we come to a point of acceptance. Yes, okay, I accept. This is what it is. See, first we have... We're, we're unconscious, then we move into denial, then we move into resistance, then we move into acceptance. Okay, I accept that life is this way. I accept that my spouse is, is this way. I hate it. I'm not happy. I'm not going to love them fully until they change, but I'm not going to leave. So I'm in acceptance, but you're not surrendered yet. Surrender is the open-hearted participation in the process of life. 
Surrender is the open-hearted participation in the process of life that is happening, where you roll your sleeves up and say, yes, I'm going to use this experience for my soul's growth and evolution. Yes, I'm going to use this experience to grow, to evolve. I'm going to play with this experience. It's happening for my highest good. When you understand that you're a soul and all of life is conspiring for your evolution because life is the university for your soul's growth and evolution and every experience is the learning lesson, then you're able to surrender more. But many times we don't move into full open-hearted surrender because there's a phase between acceptance and surrender. And that phase is grieving. Grieving, folks, with a G. Grief, grieving. Many times we don't allow ourselves to grieve. You're not allowing yourself. There is no real surrender without grieving. Because real surrender is a death. It's a death of who you thought you were, a death of an idea, a death of a, an identity, a death of a way of being. It's a death and a rebirth. Death of one face and opening to the new. But you can't open to the new and truly surrender until you let go of what was. Sometimes we don't fully allow ourselves to surrender because we haven't been, allow ourselves to grieve because we haven't been taught how to grieve and feel our feelings. We don't fully allow ourselves to surrender and, and grieve fully because we are afraid it will last forever. We're afraid that we won't be able to handle it. Sometimes a sneaky reason the ego doesn't want us to fully grieve is not grieving fully is a sneaky way to hold on to what was. Because if I don't grieve it fully, I don't have to acknowledge that someone has died, that it's really happened. So I can be in denial. Sometimes we don't allow ourselves to fully grieve as a spiritual bypass. As in, I want to stay in a law of attraction, high vibration. I'm not going to acknowledge the grief. But if you don't acknowledge the grief and you carry the grief inside of you, it will always be in your heart. And if the grief is in your heart, it will rest there as a vibrational heaviness and you will not be excited and you'll probably be jaded and not fully open and enlivened to surrender fully to the new because you haven't processed and released the old. True surrender is needs and requires a grieving process to let go of the old version of you, to let go of the end of an idea of a relationship, to let go of the end of a phase of your life, to let go of what was and what could have been so you can embrace what is and what is seeking to happen. This requires surrender. And this requires grieving. So let me ask you folks, what have you not allowed yourself to grieve? Sometimes we carry around in our heart subtle levels of grief that we don't even know we have because we weren't in touch with the grief that was there. The grief of not having certain needs met in a relationship. The grief of not having certain subtle needs met in relationship with parents. Sometimes we haven't fully processed layers of grief and we've managed to cope and we walk around. We walk around manageable, okay, but our hearts aren't fully alive and open because we're still carrying very subtle levels of grief inside of our heart. What have you not allowed yourself to grieve? Today, write it down for homework and fully allow yourself to grieve. And let it go.
As you grieve, you let it go, you feel it, you cry, it, you release it. That energy moves from your heart, from your body, from your nervous system. There's more space. There's more liveness. There's more willingness to surrender. Grieving, folks. Grieving is not wallowing. It's just and allowing yourself to, here's how you feel. Take the label off of the grief. Allow yourself to feel the sensation. Acknowledge the sensation of grief in your body. Notice what wants to happen. Be with it fully. All feelings remain present until fully felt. But when you feel them fully, with intention, they will often dissolve. Grief is the portal to surrender. Grief is the portal to surrender, folks. Folks, this is a few simple keys on how to surrender. Surrender is the password to freedom. I could share so much more. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. But what I will say is this. Surrender is the most powerful thing that you can do. You don't believe me? I'll leave you with this thought. Sometimes people think, oh, surrender is for the spiritual folks. Surrender is for the yogis. Surrender is for the mystics, the enlightened masters. Surrender is not for me, a regular person. Surrender is only for those that are into self-help and personal development. Every single one of us, we are seeking surrender. Every single one of us, we have all, every human being, likely has had a experience of surrender. And here's why it's powerful. Think about your greatest sexual experience. That's right, folks. It's getting hot in here. Think about your greatest sexual experience that was blissful with your lover, with your partner, in lovemaking. Think about that. Kissing, touching, being together, merging into oneness, cosmic alignment, feeling, 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 lovemaking. Why was it, think about it, why was it blissful? Was it blissful because your partner came with a 50-page book, a 700-point plan, sat you down on the bed and said, okay, honey, uh, minute one, we're going to do this. Minute two, we're going to do this. Minute three, you're going you're gonna to move to the right and 14 inches to the left. And in minute four, you're going to turn 90 degrees. A minute, I mean, you'd be like, please leave me alone. That's hell. The reason the lovemaking, the sexual experience was blissful was because you got it, you surrendered, you let go, you weren't in control. And in that you allowed, you allowed yourself to follow the rhythm. You allowed yourself to follow the flow and become one with your partner and respond and allowed yourself to be led and guided by the flow of the energy that was arising for you both. It was blissful because you surrendered and didn't try to control every element of the process. Lovemaking, life-making. What if you live life that way? If it's that blissful in the sexual moment, I promise you, I promise you, it will be that much more blissful in life. Surrender, folks. The password to freedom the most powerful thing you can do. And if you want more magic in your life, you got to surrender. And the more you surrender, the more magic you will experience. Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's short episode. Please share this episode with anyone in your life that you love. Send me an email 
I would love to hear from you, Coot Blackson. My name, Coot Blackson at cootblackson.com. Let me know your key takeaways and how you're enjoying the Soul Talk episodes, the Soul Talk podcasts. And if you're ready for your next level and you feel a calling, you've been inspired by something you've heard today, make sure you get the Magic of Surrender book. But also go to www.boundlessblissbali.com. That's boundlessblissbali.com. Find out about the very special event I'm doing in July, July the 28th through August the 8th. Folks, trust me, it will change your life. Catch you next week, folks. Much love. Love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.